Welcome to Zio, a Soccer Rangers podcast where we focus on converse, conversations, conventions, cosplays, and nerdum in general. <laughs> Who are we? Well, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger and clearly not as drunk as the host. <laughs> I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger and I only had two glasses of wine today. But how much did you have yesterday? Was it yesterday? Or half a bottle. Before? More than half a bottle. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Fucking, she was talking like that. And I was like, oh, she sounds drunk. Well, anyway. Yesterday. Anyways. Yeah, I think it's yesterday. Say yesterday. That made you think I was drunk. Uh, just the way you're constantly messaging and the way things uh, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You I have you have some very clear you have some very clear tells. Yeah. yeah. You get chatty and then you say things that are like. She sounds drunk. <laughs> so, we don't have a guest. We haven't had guests for a long time. We've gone through all our guests is the problem. Uh, oh, no, no, if you want to be a guest, contact us at soccerrangerspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? No, actually, we have a bit of a backup of guests. We just can't get any of them available. <laughs> oh, shit. So, everyone just... Yeah, no, that's fair. It is, it is busy people time. Are, people that's are busy. It is. Uh, I I found that I'm getting pretty busy um, this month alone. Things keep popping up, um, but then I'm gonna very quickly have lots of time off and then go on vacation. But then I'll be on vacation. Speaking of which, the third week of August, no, the fourth week of August, I'm gonna be gone, so I probably won't be on the podcast. And I think that's the first podcast Second I'll ever Second weekend missed. and fourth weekend for me. And then first weekend of September. Oh, look at that. We're all, we're all going on vacation. Vacation time. Yeah. So. Well, my birthday, my sister's wedding, tax. That's my birthday, too. Ah. Wait, how similar birthdays do we have? I think we've I talked about this before. August 25th. Oh, no. I'm, I'm before that. Oh, where's your, where, when? The 10th. Oh, yeah. No, I knew it was like the same month or something. So. Yeah. I uh, literally have a string of birthdays with people around me that culminate well, that entire week as Tyler's. Yeah, like I saw no, uh, fuck, it's... There, was a, there was a post I saw yeah, on yeah. Facebook yeah, I, I, of I, I, like yeah. the concentration of birthdays and it's all late August, September because nine months before that's winter <laughs> and people are cuddling. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember growing up in like in elementary school, there was at least three other kids that had the same birthday as me, and then there was like three more that had either a birthday before me, the day before, or the day after. And wow. it's just like, yeah, it's so there's like thick concentration of kids at that time that had the same birthdays. And then my mm-hmm. sister's birthday is September 26th, which is if we looked at that chart, it would be it was the blackest part. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like a thick black line between the twenty, around the twenties, all the twenties of yeah. September. My one of my best friends in elementary school, her birthday was September twenty eighth. So yeah, <laughs> um, but the thing about summer birthdays, it sucks because everyone's on vacation, so none of your friends are home for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have no sympathy. I have not birthdayed in a long time. When I haven't really birthday? birthdayed in a long time either. I've never we been. We will fix this. When is your birthday, old man? There, there is, there is no birthday. Okay, it is just a series of, just a series of days culminating towards my eventual death. There was no birth. 
He was always here. <laughs> I, I, I will I find out. I have, I have ways. always been here. I have ways. Amanda might know. It's not Amanda that I would bank on. Oh. His girlfriend? Would his girlfriend know? No. Maybe. Uh, Probably. What about his ex-girlfriends? Probably. I, I know John? people. Would John know? John might. <laughs> nope. None of them. Uh-huh. No, John thought my birthday was in April. Is it in April? No. I'm not going to answer that. You never know. Well, it might, no, be, I, a, I, I, I might be a fate. I will answer straight with a yes or a no. But that's it. Uh huh. So can we just continue keep so asking questions? I have so I can ask sixty-five guesses. Hopefully, yeah. it takes less. <laughs> do you want me to go and use the double speed effect on this, like I did a couple of weeks ago on the podcast? Because well, technically, three hundred sixty-six because of leap day. But oh shit, is yours the leap year? Is yours February twenty uh, ninth? Uh, no, but John's sister is, and that was always a weird thing. Oh man, <laughs> when did she celebrate her birthday? Then she doesn't. Oh. Or you don't, yeah. And then she does she show the joke of like, yay, I'm four today. Oh, God, that is her most hated thing on the oh, okay. planet. So she hates, either they super love those jokes or I, either I'd play it up or I'd, no, because people probably say that to her all the time. Yeah, once I found um, out. So is your birthday in June? It is not. Oh, damn. Is it in the first half of the year or the second half of the year? Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's no. not a yes or no question. Is it in January through June? No. So we have July through December? It's a safe assumption. <laughs> oh, snap! That's not a yes or no. Shit. Um, fucking December 17th. No. Oh, okay. That's Cole's birthday, by the way. Is it in the third quarter? July through September. No. Is it winter solstice? It is not. When is winter solstice? Oh, that's December 21st. Is it in yeah. December? Because, like, fuck, I'm, I keep fixing December things. I, I grow tired like, of this. I feel like I need to go. Oh, yeah. I, no, grow, no, we're, we're I grow tired we're of this. Yeah, I grow tired no, of no this. No one will ever know my birthday. I grow tired of this. Because it wasn't I, really a birth. You have to be birthed to have a birthday. Me, uh -huh. I'm just something that spawned from moss back many centuries ago. Well, like Canadians? Just, <laughs> no, no. You... From the, no. The maple no, tree? Not one of the Canadians. Yeah, no, 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 no bursting forth from the maple trees. No going and spawning out of the frozen fjords. We don't have fjords. We have lakes. We're not Swedish. Come on now. We're not Finland. British Columbia now. has fjords. Yeah, but that's British Columbia. They don't. Their fjords aren't fjords. They're <laughs> that's just British Columbia. That's just they're fjord-like. Yes, fjord adjacent. That there is just a uh, just a cliff. Mm -hmm. It sounds better than you go and spawn well, out of a frozen mud puddle that you play hockey on. Yeah. Not mud puddles. My grandma's family's from Nova Scotia. There you go, Park so I'm Canadian there. adjacent. <laughs> Yeah, your so great grandma was from Nova Scotia. What? So you're you're like a quarter Canadian. Yep. One eighth. Or uh, are you? Well, uh, the Actisons, both of them, and they they were born in Nova Scotia and then moved to to Washington. So that's a that's a long distance. That's so a quarter, literally yeah. a country, all the way across the continent. A whole uh, uh, 
yeah, six millimeter amount of uh, Canadian. No, it's a, it'd be a quarter. I mean, her both of her parents were Canadian. Six millimeters is a quarter. Is it? Yeah, a quarter of an inch is oh, uh, six okay. millimeters. So uh, that's that's the Canadian joke I'm making there because we're Canadian. We use a metric system, so six millimeters. Okay. Well, two point five divided by four. Yeah, six ish. Twenty five point four. Yeah. Twenty five point four for millimeters. If you're if you're talking centimeters, then yeah, it'd be two point five four. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how uh, metric works. Is you can just do decimals over, and it's all on things of ten. Yes. The math is easy. It is. Yet still so hard. <laughs> so uh, we had an evening subject. What was it, Rob? Do we? Uh, yes. So. Yes, yes. In the wake of uh, the Phoenix Comic-Con, I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's turned into a fiasco, not because anything actually happened, but because people are now projecting what didn't happen there on everything else that's going on in the cosplay world. Uh, Gamescon, Gamescon, uh, I should say the governing body that runs Gamescon, announced last week that they are... yes. With an M at the end. Yes, Gamescom. Sorry, sorry. That's... What can I say? It's... (laughs) They do it weird over there. They do it weird. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Gamescom has announced that for the second year in a row, they are tightening restrictions on cosplay uh, for their upcoming event in Germany. And people are making a big deal out of this. Oh, cosplay is being banned. They're banning all the props. They're banning all the weapons. And no, I'm sorry, guys. This has nothing to do with Phoenix Comic Con or any of that stuff. Uh, And the other thing as well is that they're not actually banning anything. Uh, They're just further refining their rules and getting a little bit more restrictive on prop weapons. Though, mm-hmm. even that, honestly, last year was the big year for that. Nobody talked about it last year, but this year everybody's talking about it because cosplay is under attack. Ah! I vaguely remember us talking about it last year, but... On a very limited basis on yeah. there. Because, <laughs> I mean, Gamescom actually, I think, does cosplay in many respects the right way. Uh and this is not. This doesn't have anything to do with oh, Germans have the best cosplayers or anything like that. I know a lot of people say that, and I do think that they have a lot of amazing cosplayers. They also have just as many you know garbage cosplayers like me over there as <laughs> as they do over here. So, mm-hmm. uh, but game it's just uh, it's a farther away distance, so it's hard to get that shitty cosplays to come over this far. And just go, exactly, oh, you you only notice the good ones that go and come out of there. You don't notice the crap. Uh, plus, it is honestly over there more of an elitist game than it is over here, where it's even here. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> I, I had a friend. Um, I should say I still have this friend, uh, but I have a friend who does cosplay in Germany, and it is. It it is something of privilege to be able to go and cosplay. To be honest, and I'm not going to go into all of the social reasons for that, but. It's not an easy thing to get into over there, unfortunately. You'd think so with all of these amazing cosplayers you see pictures of coming out of there, but it's something that, really, if you do not have money or come from money, it's very hard to get into that scene in the first place. 
And I think that's part of the reason why there's so much great exhibition that comes along with that, because a lot of the people that do it over there are kind of loaded, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Gamescom, they have this great thing, and it's something that uh, for anybody who ever went to AkiCon back when, you know, that was still a thing and we thought there were some hope shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> yes, McKenna, we know your feelings for an hockey con and the burning rage that still goes and sits in your heart. Uh, I'm not that bad. I know, I know. I just... <laughs> She's worse. <laughs> Tyler would know. Uh, anyway, they, they have this great thing that they call the cosplay village because Gamescom is very much a, uh, it's it's a marketing event, really, is what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, I was going to call it more trade show than convention. Exactly, but uh, something that a lot of people here in the Pacific Northwest, if you went to AkiCon, would remember, they came up with these great photography rooms that they have set up, and uh, they just went and had a whole bunch of backdrops that they went and made up, and really allowed for some nice. Uh, photography options even though it was always set inside of a hotel it made for a very unique experience mm-hmm. and gamescom they do that on a higher production end budget um though still somewhat limited they have uh, a big hall that they have set up that's just for cosplay photography and they have three different backdrops on there although they are gorgeous in what they've done uh last year they went and introduced that this year they're going and expanding the square footage but they'll still be limited to three scenes that's something i'd actually really like to see done at uh, particularly with comic cons and whatnot especially like for emerald city comic con Mm -hmm. which we've talked about it's not the most cosplay friendly convention out there although they they used to they haven't the last two years but at least three years ago they had different backdrops set up so people could take photos i mean it was just backdrops as opposed to scenes but it was still a thing at yeah. emerald city yeah and I, I think that that would be a great thing to go and bring back even if it was run by you know uh third party i mean this is one of those things where i think cosplay groups if you want to be taken more seriously and legitimize yourself and you know keep a lot of the um bull crap down uh, i think that a lot of us need to step up and try doing something like that uh to you know not only help out the conventions and make the experiences better but also to create a sense of ownership in the conventions again because i also mm-hmm. see that as part of the problem with the community but that's a discussion for a whole nother day but gamescom they've had cosplay as such an integral part of the convention for years and that's or as it's become more of a trade show there's obviously a lot of pushback with that. And there's also been a lot of issues in the last two years in particular. And this is the real reason why this is going on. And I'm only bringing this up because this is the stated reason why Gamescom is making a big deal about this. Uh, and the reason on why the local police are putting such an emphasis on going and spreading the information about this as well with the restrictions. Germany, the last couple of years, has been dealing with a really massive increase in violent crime and rape. They're very concerned about these things, uh, especially for young females that are doing the cosplay thing. Because in many respects, cosplayers are some of the most vulnerable people. It's not one thing if you go and have a big prop that you can go and self-defense somebody with. But for everybody else, let's be honest here. If you're walking around in a maid or a schoolgirl outfit, you're very much in the open. And there's not a lot that you can go and do. 
this has been an issue for a lot of people. Uh, there were rapes in, uh, oh God, what was it, 2015. They weren't directly tied to the convention, but they were uh, convention goers that uh, had this happen to them. So they're really trying to go and make sure that they're trying to cut back on the potential of something happening right now as tensions are rising over the violent crime rates that are increasing over there. But unfortunately, we've got a lot of people on social media right now that are sharing information about this and they're trying to make it into something very different than what's actually going on. So once again, Soccer Rangers here to set the record straight (laughs) because... At God least help us. from our point of view. Um, yeah. I mean, th- this is from uh, the governing body that actually runs Gamescom, as well as uh, uh, from Cologne's police department, as well as... I'm trying to remember on how they actually have it broken down, because uh, it's not a county system over there in Germany, but the municipality that they fall into, yeah. they've set up severe restrictions when it comes to any sort of what they refer to as imitation weapons. So there's a lot of stuff that is just flat out illegal uh, to go and bring to these places that would in many other areas be considered just going to be, oh, it's it's play stuff. Mm-hmm. Although for some reason, yeah. riding crops under, uh, what is it? Uh, hold on a second here. I think it's under one meter are still allowed in there. Yeah. It's like, huh. Well, because that's an agricultural tool, not a weapon. Um <laughs> defense of the crops here I Um, I don't know if that makes I don't know if that makes it any better there (laughs) I'm hoping Um, see that is the thing it's like how do you define weapons and props and like yeah because like um, over there even like squirt guns are illegal and even obviously fake squirt guns the whole world war 2 thing really did a number on Germany about what is appropriate and what isn't. Yeah. Sex is way more appropriate, but guns aren't. Violence yeah. isn't as appropriate love, in Europe. Love is appropriate, violence is not. Um, <laughs> thus, you're riding crops. Hello. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was going to happen the second I brought it up, and yet I still let it happen. Yeah. Um, always let it But happen. I can still make the argument it is an agriculture An agriculture but, tool? Yeah. Um, the, the part that irked me about the announcement that Rob shared to us before this was that there's a separate entrance for cosplayers. I understand logistically, but at the same time, it's a it feels like a segregation. I I do kind of feel the same way. I will say, looking at this... Wait a second. Yeah. I noticed a segregation in Germany a long time ago. <laughs> God damn it. I knew this was a mistake to bring Tyler in on this conversation. <laughs> can't, can't you just mute him and ignore him while we discuss this? No, um, no, unfortunately I can't because he's the funniest part of this whole thing. Uh, yeah, finally unless, mix it. I unless, can be unless, funny, damn it. Um, unless it's Cole screwing up something, Tyler is unfortunately the funniest one here. Yeah, but then I make fun of Cole and berate him. Thus, I got over funny the funniest. this week. Oh, congratulations. On, on Overwatch. Oh. I had a, at least I'm not, if I can't be good, at least I'm funny. <laughs> well, I, I want to hear this tale. Let me... uh, so, in my last placement match for this, this season. Oh, you finished your placement matches? I, pl- I, pl- I finished my placement matches. I have not, oh, you finished them without me. Oh, no, 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 I got to do it. 
We can play. I'll, I'll walk you through them. Um, I don't think we can because I'm not. We're too far apart. Well, no, I, I'm silver. I raked silver. You're fine. Um, <laughs> um, wow. I have yeah. I have no hope that I feel like I might do real shitty. No, you'll be Jeez, fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, no, I've been gold every. Go on. In my last, yeah, in my last place in match, there was a couple of really cool guys in voice chat, and then some a real toxic guy who refused to, a real toxic player, who refused to join voice chat and was continuously bashing me because. At the beginning, I apologized because I was the only one left in placement. They had all placed and were ranked and what have you. And I was, and I apologized because I was the only one who wasn't. And I know some people don't like playing with still placement people. Um, and so I apologized. And like it started this oh my god you're gonna throw the match blah 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 and i'm like no i i just apologize because i know some people don't like playing with people who are still in placement and like i was playing orissa and they asked me to switch to another tank so i switched and then i apologized because it's like i'm not a ride player I, I i'm orissa and i'm a healer that's it and so for the final uh, for, so the, for the second half of them, we lost the first half. That's fine. Uh, for the second half, they was like, "Oh, hey, can you switch to a healer?" Then I, I'll do, and I'll do tank. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll switch, switch to Lucio, and do fight." It's like, and at the end, it's like, "Oh, it's all magic time's fault because of blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Dude, I did everything you said, and you're still blaming me." <laughs> I, or it's like, I did everything you told me to, and you're still blaming me. Okay, you're the asshole. Well, the other two players were like, oh my god, guys, just lighten up. It's a game. Chill out. We're all golden, or we're all bronze and silver. Leave it alone. And so, like, the two guys friended me afterwards and were like, you're not bad. You had some really funny jokes in there, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, I was called funny, and yay, I made friends. Oh, there you go. Well, I told you my story. Via video games. Yay. I, I told you my story of the guy who was, uh, we were doing a 3v3 elimination, and he was the shot caller guy. And he was like, uh -huh. okay, do this. Okay, do this. And I was like, trying to do what he was doing. I was like, it's not going to work, but I went along with it anyways. And then he got all upset. And then, because he won the first one, but then lost the second one. He got upset. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to switch to 1v1 because I can probably win a game during that. And so turns out he did too. And we were e immediately. Uh, matched against each other? Yeah, matched against each other, and I beat him. Uh, I just did a shit out of him. Every character we got, I just, like, <laughs> I killed him every time. And to the point where what is his main was, like, uh, he told us it was main. His main was, like, Orissa. And so I could, when you go to the 1v1 uh, elimination, you get, like, three choices. And mm -hmm. so I could... After playing with him two games, I could already know exactly what he was going to pick, and it wasn't a guess anymore. And I go like, "Okay, I can counter that." Yeah. So he's going to pick this character, so I'll pick this one to counter. Yeah. Yeah. But then it came to the point where it's like, "Well, I know he's going to pick that character anyways, but the counter is this character." But I've already done that, so I'm just going to try someone else. And like, it was the point where like I could just play with a character I'm not good at. Like, even I did Soldier seventy six against him, and I like did it perfectly. Where I he didn't even. Do any damage on me uh -huh. and then i also did a match with uh 
um, he had Arisa. He no, he had Farah, and I took Zenyatta. I was like, okay, and yeah, and like when you're one on one with Zenyatta, or like you, you just have to know whatever their weakness is. So Farah, she likes to be high and shoot down you. So just mm-hmm. always go into cover and mm-hmm. move make, around. Make her make her get on the ground and yeah. She'll lose it's, her height advantage. Same thing with like, yeah. yeah, same thing uh, like a one v one with uh, Zenyatta against a uh, um, a Roadhog, and just like, just stay behind a pillar or something, because he's always gonna constantly throw out his hook to hook you, and mm-hmm. you just move beside a pillar and it hits the pillar and then just, just hook stay you. at distance where, yeah, and yeah, keep keep something between you to break the hook. Yeah, yeah, and then they're gonna because they they're gonna be Roadhog and they're gonna think they're better than you and be able to take any damage you give at them. So they're just going to push. So all you have to do is just keep mobile, get behind like a pillar or something so that they can't, they're just doing a back and forth. Because you can throw a discord on them, and you know exactly where they are on the other side of the wall. And so you always know where they are. And all you have to worry about is doing enough damage that when they go off to heal themselves, like a Roadhog does, then you can just charge your attack. And you know he's going to walk away to do a to heal because they never heal right there unless they're really that bold and then you can just charge your attack to get up there and then you hit him and his charge attack with a discord orb does a whole lot of damage mm-hmm. um, so then you can just do that and then you just throw your orbs at him really quickly and then kill him so yeah if you know I guess that, that was a rant this week on Overwatch <laughs> advice <laughs> that was our Overwatch talk of the week um yeah, are you guys like, done now? <laughs> yeah, when you know your characters, you can you can really get in there, and yeah. I think that's the whole thing with like a, um, uh, like mystery heroes. It is it does help is like you get in yeah. there and you learn the characters because you have to play them, and if you don't play them, then you die. So it's the only reason I got good at Diva. Yeah, there, see, there you go. That's the thing. Uh-huh. It's like I had characters I didn't know, and then you get pushed into them, and like I don't get it. I don't get it. And then you just try something one day and you're like, oh, so that's how this character works. And then you're infinitely better than you used to be just because you had to, like, get forced into playing that character that you never would have picked. Like, Reaper, I'm still shit at, but you actually have some pretty good distance with him. So I just run and gun. I run in there, shoot everything because his other special where he teleports is kind of shit and doesn't do any good. And, yeah, but he's because got, it's slow enough, and people will see that you're teleporting and can yeah, no, it's slow target just where like, you are going to be. That is, is only uh, it's only like a preemptive attack. Like if you want to get yeah. up high, then you can preemptively get up there. Yeah, but other than that, he does have a his surprise uh, thing. No, that's yeah. Well. Unlike Sombra, where you have your she has this basically equivalent thing with her teleport, but you can like be fighting and throw that, and mm-hmm. then it flies behind the person. Then you teleport behind them. And then just shoot them in the back because they never, they never see you throw it. And then you're always right behind them, and it's great because yep. you can like, they can be pointing somewhere. You do your shadow walk behind them, start shooting in the back, and they're like, oh my god, someone's behind me. Then you throw the teleport because they've turned around to shoot you, and then you transport behind them and then start shooting behind them again. And then they're like, oh my god, and then they have to turn around again. And by that time, they're dead because Sombra does still do a lot of damage. And you also hack them halfway through that, so they can't do any of their specials. Uh-huh. So, again. Anyways, Overwatch talk. Yes. <laughs> That's enough Overwatch talk. Any hoozle. Uh, where were we? Uh, you called Tyler the... Segregation. Segregation at... Segregation. Yeah. 
Well, I like I understand from a logistical point, they can't, I like having the trained professionals at every door doesn't make sense. So funneling all the cosplayers through one door, but at the same time, cosplayers only or yeah, no cosplayers allowed on this door. Cosplayers on this door seems like segregation to me. I, in some respects, I do agree, but I got to be honest. This is something that I actually think would be of benefit for even a convention like Emerald City Comic Con or Sakura Con, quite honestly, with on how poorly the convention center entrance system is designed. It's hard to find peace bonding in a lot of respects. Yeah, and like at at, at the Seattle Convention Center, sometimes you have to go through like what seems like half the convention center to get to peace bonding. I, I, I'm just going to say this. If I were a complete degenerate that just wanted to cause chaos and hurt as many people as possible, I would never see a peace bonding booth before a whole bunch of people were hurt or dead. Yes. That's... And, but the problem with Seattle Convention Center is a lot of the space is public space. And that's definitely a factor right there. Mm-hmm. At least, like, during normal daylight hours is public space. And yeah. it makes it a struggle um, from a security standpoint. And if I've been on call at SoccerCon late night, and we've gotten, oh my god, this person is missing. It's like, well, there's nothing we can do about it because it's public space. Or stalking issues and it's like well it's public space we can't do anything about it until you go into the convention and it's a difficult space <laughs> that's that's an understatement it is a difficult space <laughs> no which it's... is why i'm glad to see the mounted police at Saint, uh emerald city comic-con mm-hmm. mounted police yep we have mounted police on the street not in the park i mean It'd be nice to see police in the park, but we probably won't. I mean... Like, are they more for show than anything, or...? Uh, when they're on on the street, uh, on the main street, under the, the archway, you know what I'm talking about, Tyler? Yeah. Uh, in front of uh, Trees Cake. Yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're there mostly the, as crowd bridge. control. That's what mounted police mainly are. And a visible presence. Um, that's the primary purpose of mounted police, no matter where you are. Um, it's a little different in Canada. Well, um, when your are, police department's are... called the Mounties, it's a little different. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, well, yeah, no, the RCMP. Gone. Let's see here. Hmm, what yeah, does it stand for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just always mounted. Uh, you don't really see it. Yeah. either. They're mounted. Or they're stopping you on the highway, and then they're driving they a ch- uh, charger. No, they don't have the silly oh. hats on the highway. Those are like for show more than anything now. Um, yeah, they have, no, you're, you're well, confusing that with the state of New Jersey, where they're legally required to have those on. Yeah, uh, the the Washington State Patrol in their cars on the hi- freeways, uh, highways like I ninety and I five are required to have the hat. It's the same hat. <laughs> But yeah, the state patrol here is required to have the hat. That that silly hat. Um, yeah, but when they're in the full getup and mounted, then they're normally like doing it's that's like their sh- yeah ceremonial uniform yeah. versus stuff. But 
No, the RCMP are responsible for, uh, like, every city has their own police, but then the RCMP do everything in between. Yeah. So, like, all the highways are RCMP. Whereas um, the, the U.S., there's city has their police, and then there's generally a state police for areas outside of cities. Yeah, so, yeah, our RCMP would be equivalent to your state police, but they're... They're nation- nationwide instead of state. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but they just yeah. they pull you over on the highway. They're they're way nicer than city police because they'll <laughs> they'll strike a conversation. They'll be like, "You're speeding," or because uh, I remember do the accent. Come on, you know you want to. Do they even have an accent? I don't know. They just talk. <laughs> they talk like me because I'm from Saskatchewan, so that they're going to talk yeah. like me. So, yeah, because like we'll just get out there and you'll, you'll speed in it, and they're like, "Man, you're going pretty damn fast out there." I was like, I remember getting pulled over. I was in my Volkswagen and it struck up a conversation. It was like, is this the diesel? Because like they come in diesel. I was like, no, just the gas. I was like, oh, okay. Well, anyways, you know, I pulled you over because it's going pretty damn fast. I was like, yeah, I didn't know I was going that fast. I was like, well, you weren't, you're going so fast that I can't, like, it was just I fast can't enough. Give you a warning. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, I got you clocked at this. And like, I know that's pretty close, but like, he basically bumps it down to like the lowest denominator, but he's like, "That's still, that's still fast enough to give you a ticket." So here you go. I'm like, "Okay." But yeah, they just like strip a conversation, and because they're out there on the highway, they're bored. They want to yeah. talk to someone. Where city police are just, oh, don't get me started on city police. <laughs> My best highway experience ever was me just going and driving back up from Portland, back when I was still living up in Squim, and. I go and see this car coming up behind me as fast as possible. And then I see lights going, come on behind it. So of course, as a responsible motorist, I pull over to the side of the road and state highway patrol goes and pulls up between me and this car that was coming up on my ass. Like nobody's business guy goes and gets out, goes and points at the car behind him. The one that was going and speeding up behind me goes and gives the hiss. You better not move and goes and walks up to me and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Why is he coming to me first? Did I do something wrong? What the hell is going on here? You know, go and roll down the window. And so it's like, evening officer is like, hey, listen, you're, you're good to go. But man, did you see how fast that guy was coming up on you? I mean, that was unbelievable. It's like, I know, right? What is that? A Nissan Sentra? It's like, yeah, I didn't know they could move that fast. The, the state troopers just out of the academy get sent. So they have like the two old guys who have been there forever and then the fresh newbies and the newbies love to pull over everyone <laughs> because they're, they're gung ho about the rules as opposed to, Oh yeah. People generally like, Oh, five miles over. doesn't matter that much. Right. Yeah. No, if you're going, if you're doing 10 kilometers over the speed limit, it's just like, well, that's, that's a speed every cop drives at. So you can't get booked yeah. for that. Yeah, it's it's also under the lower traffic. One mile an hour over. They'll get you. They'll get you. They'll get you. You could usually argue it off. And then there's me. I've never gotten pulled over for a moving violation. I haven't either. Do you drive? (laughs) No. Less impressive. (laughs) Oh, no, man. I've gotten gotten moving violations. I have a plain driving record, I'll have you know. I've gotten speeding tickets. But they are nothing compared to the speeding tickets I could have gotten. Yeah. 
I, I've <laughs> had a roommate I who got a ticket for going 100 miles an hour on I-90. On I-90? Yep. Right at George. See, George. when I go... Why? When I go I, those speeds, well, I know... Well, she lived in... Um, um, not Olympia, but close to Olympia, and she went to school in Chidi near Spokane. And so she'd drive it all the time, and it's a long, straight road there. So you oh, just okay. forget so about how fast you're going. Okay, okay, now, now yeah. I get it. It's on the other side of the mountains. Okay, that... Oh, yeah. Never yeah. mind, never mind. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on a second. You know somebody that got pulled over on I-90 on the eastern Washington side of the mountains? Yeah. Because they put up a speed trap right at George. Ah. At, at Vantage, yeah. Jeez, they ruined Where it. Where it crosses oh, the that Columbia. That was the first place I took my Civic over 100 miles per hour. For the Canadians <laughs> at home. The wheels start going rattle. <laughs> uh, for the Canadians at home, that's 160 kilometers. Yeah. And uh, repeatedly. Not once did she get pulled over there for going over 100 miles an hour. Twice. And then she also got a ticket for spitting out her Volkswagen Jetta in Spokane during a blizzard. I was in the car for that one. I, I'm just gonna say this. I mean, what the hell are you doing spinning out a Jetta of all things? Just because she didn't put snow tires on. Oh, this wasn't she's intentional. She's a stupid West Sider, not a yeah. Okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah. I thought you were speaking that this was some intentionally done act. No, no. What do you mean spinning out? Uh, so it was a blizzard, and we were we were driving down the freeway. Um, so just regular snow. Regular snow for the Canadians. Um. <laughs> Because then there's the a car, blizzard, your car doesn't move because there is that much snow. Yeah, no. And the car in front of her... So it was the beginning of the winter that we got four feet of snow. It was the beginning of the storm where we got four feet of snow overnight. So, yes, blizzard, but it was the beginning of that blizzard. Um, and so we were driving down the freeway. The car in front of her tapped her their brakes... So she tapped hers, which caused her to lose control, spit out into the bank in the median. Couldn't get it out of the bank because it's a Jetta. Because we were on our way to see a theater show in Spokane. A Jetta is just the same thing as a Golf. You can you can do stuff with those. Was it standard or automatic? Because that would make automatic. a big difference. Ah, all right, there you go. No under. Yeah. Standard? Yeah. Oh, you pull right out of there, no problem. Yeah. No. This was a... I climbed out the window because we couldn't open the door, um, cross the freeway, beat in the snowbank and got back in the car. Um, <laughs> while we waited for the tow truck to show up, which then pulled us off and down into a freeway, we turned around in the, the overpass and then went back home, as opposed to making it all the way to Spokane and then back. We gave up on going to the show that night. Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, I remember yeah. going like regular a... Canadian driving conditions. <laughs> yep. Extraordinary for us here in, in the U.S. Just no, so I know. was I was on the highway one time and it was going about a uh, hundred k, which is uh, sixty. Yeah, uh, probably should have been going slower because it was like an icy rain. So yeah. I'm just driving on the highway, and there's a little bit of a crest of a hill, uh-huh. and then so it goes down into a little bit of an incline, and all of a sudden my back end just starts sliding out. So I'm going forward. My back end just starts turning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm sideways. All of a sudden, He's I'm drifting backwards. drifting down the sideway, <laughs> down the highway. So I did, I was backwards. Uh-huh. And then I was like, okay, I'm backwards going uh, highway speeds. 
This is not good. Um, and then all of a sudden, I hit the all the snow hits the back of my uh, the back of my car. I'm like, okay, good. I hit the ditch. I'm not the oncoming traffic. And then I continue into the ditch and then finish the rest of my 360. And then I'm yeah. facing forward again. And then I'm stopped. And I was like, well, shit. And that really impacts all your car. So yeah. like every crevice that's on the bottom of your car, just think of it that's just filled with snow. Yeah. Yeah. So that is probably the worst thing I've ever had is where I did a full 360 at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, cool. Cool beans. And then the fastest I've ever gone was about 120 miles per hour. Miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's... So, there's... I, I have but one question here. Guess how much 120 miles per hour is in, in kilometers? Uh, 186? 200. Yeah, I was going to say 200. Yeah. Did the math wrong in my head. Because I was going off of conversion. 100 miles an hour is 120. So. Yeah. And then 60 is 100. Yeah. Uh, 30 is uh, 50. 50. I drive a lot of cars and that are already have mile per hour speedometers. So uh, it's just ingrained in me. Yeah. When you drive a lot of old cars like I do. Uh, all the cars. Okay. Anyways, should we get back on topic? You see, yeah. that's the question I was going to ask. How the <laughs> hell did we get here from talking about uh, oh, segregated uh, lines for cosplayers? The patrol mounted police presidents' presence at conventions. Yeah. And just, just don't talk about mounted police, and we won't get into the whole Canadian thing. So, <laughs> um, like, I, I'm, like, it almost sounds like that makes sense. Like, from yeah, a German like, perspective... That sounds mm -hmm. exactly like what they do. They go, okay, we have problem. We need to make... Uh, that's not German accent. That's, that's Russian. <laughs> I don't even think that was Russian. That was almost like Middle Eastern. It, so, it, it, was, it was something different. Um, it definitely was not German. But no, they just make, they make a hog. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we have a problem. We need to have fast entry, but too many people, and we need to separate them. We make two lines. And then we will have quick entry for everyone. And we will all have good time. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah. German enough. Yeah. Went a little in Indian hurts at the Deutsche. end of there, but I'll Siegen hurts the Deutsche Band. Yahoo, mine Tyler. Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's no. what yeah means. Nine. 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 Uh, nine. Um, yeah, so, like, all of it seems really well, and, I mean, if it's German, it's all going to be laid out very precise and exact. It feels like a stereotype, I, 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 but it's so true. And so most people, like, if they're given the list of restrictions beforehand, would be able to figure it out and not uh, and bring that, the things that are banned. And that's the reason why they're making such a big deal about this. And well, even, I, they even said that like, if it was did not fit the character, they had like spaces, designated spaces that you could put them and then pick them up when you leave. So it wasn't like I got to walk back to my hotel. I was like, okay. Or well, it's going into year. a trash can like the TSA. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's just it. This is not, once again, this is not like the situation with Phoenix Comic Con for several reasons. 
they actually have selected the entry points for cosplayers for all this you know pre-screening going through here they've selected the entrances for that will be the ones that have coat check access so you can just go mm -hmm. and deposit your stuff there if they deem it to not be acceptable the only real thing you'd have a problem with would be if your costume doesn't go and meet the parameters, which shame on you if you didn't go and look at what the convention standards were for that ahead of time, because they are actually very well written. Even the English translation is very well written. I mean, mm -hmm. so it's, this one. Yeah, it almost comes down to like the whole perspective of it is like yeah. a lot of because uh, most of the anger is probably coming from uh, American audience, right? Uh, like, I, I'll, I'll go and say definitely more of the. Uh, I would say definitely the most outspoken presence on the internet, generally speaking, is yeah. Americans. I, I I would definitely go and say, yeah, it's definitely uh, North American continent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because so I know a like, lot of Canadians that are talking about this as well. <laughs> yeah. North, North American. No, that's fair. Yeah. North American. Because then it's like they have an idea of how this situation, if they presented this, would be in North America, and it normally would be kind of shitty. It would be poorly organized, and everyone just feel like it. it they kind of have a concept, but then nothing would ever. It's too many, too many miscommunications, and everything would never work properly. And it just, I don't. You know, that's just how it is. You can talk to someone and say this is how it's supposed to be, and then the fact that they didn't retain that information or don't just understand it, and it's just like everything gets mixed up, and problems keep happening, and. You see that all the time, though, and it's that's kind of a shame. But then, like there, I can assume it's like, yeah, they wrote out a proper thing, they put it out there, they thought of a whole bunch of ideas of like, okay, here is the we'll have different entrances for people. This is uh, set mm -hmm. for who is going to cosplay and who's not going to cosplay, and if they have props that are banned, because uh, then also, yeah, because that's also ingrained a lot in people who grew up there of like the way violence is less acceptable in Germany. And so they might even not go straight to the violent guns and such as prop weapons to begin with. So they might not even have those props. Um, like the way uh, guns are ingrained in America where they're just, you see them all the time. It's almost a very American thing is a gun. Well, it, what's kind of weird about this, because something that did blow my mind when I was doing research on this, uh, looking through their written rules, and this actually has to do with last year's rule revision, mm -hmm. uh, swords, blades, blunt instruments of any sort, uh, they basically do not exist with the way that the rules are written out on there. Like, if you have anything that imitates a blade, it is forbidden. This is none of that. If it is some sort of a uh, shaft, a uh, pole, anything of that nature, if it has pronounced wood or metal elements, confused on this one, it is forbidden. So it's like... Right. I, it, That's it a lot very, of props. It it's is literally very, like all props very, I can think of. Well, that's just it. It is very restrictive. But what's weird about it is that unless it is a pre-manufactured uh, imitation gun, it's basically allowed from what I've read here. If it is something that is created, it is solid state, no functional cores or hollow elements on it, it could be used. Yeah. So the way I'm so reading this, a 3D printed gun... My auto rifle acceptable yeah. by 
wooden Martell knife. No. Exactly. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it kind of does make sense because it's not a, they're not looking at it as a scare tactic kind of idea. They're not looking at it from, uh, they're it's looking at a functionality. Can this thing really be used as a weapon? Yeah. yeah so it's, it's a, the exact a, opposite of what we have over here. Yeah. yeah. Functionality is like, they look at it, that's a sword. That is, you don't have to do anything different to that sword to make it a sword. You just simply hit someone with it. The gun has to have functionality to it. And if it has none of I mean, that functionality, you can still hit someone with it. But yeah, yeah but <laughs> not how it's intended. Yeah. It just that's like saying yeah. it's a club, and then at that point, it's just like, well, you're going down a yeah. long path of anything can be a club. Where yeah, sword-like things is like that's a sword. I know how that thing. If you swing it at someone, it's that's how you that's how you work a sword. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. So well, this goes back to what we were talking about though with the Phoenix Comic Con situation because it's like. Yeah, you can go and ban all this stuff, but the reality is half of the or half of the things that are just around the convention space could be used as a more lethal weapon than half the props that go in there. Uh -huh. Like, huh? You no, know, actually, yeah. Well, like theoretically, like the way sword props are built is they're built like a sword, so they will be probably more lethal than a gun would be. That, that's just it. I mean, part of this is just a misunderstanding of how guns work. And more importantly, how guns kill. Because yeah, in all honesty, you actually need to go and have a pretty lethal shot for that to really be an effective tool to go and you uh, know, cause depends chaos. Depends on the gun. Depends on the a gun. A fully but automatic the... machine gun. Which is illegal anyway, so yeah. that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing by that statement right yeah, there. Yeah, but you can get your hands on that still. Yeah, well, You can get your hands on it, but at that point, it's illegal. And at that point, it's already a problem. It's not going to stop someone who wants to do damage exactly. anyway. Yeah, that, but... that's just it. That's not going to go and deter anybody. And quite honestly, that's the guy that can go and cause the most chaos on there. Because at that point, it's not so much about who you actually go and hit. It's more about how many people you're able to go and hit. Huh. The question of lethality at that point is a moot point. Because odds are there's enough people injured at that point that it's going to be hard to save everybody. But At that yeah, point. I mean... Mm -hmm. Yeah, going into most violent assaults that happen with a gun, number one, do not result in anybody actually being shot. Number two, most people that get shot in those situations that do go the other it's way. It's non-lethal. Exactly, yeah. Most of the time, it's not even a full day in the hospital. <laughs> but Lots of times they get like a... A it's their hand, or... their hand. Their hand gets shot. Yeah. Because yeah. like people instantly will put the hand up to get to block whatever happens and then their hand gets shot and they lose like fingers and that's about it. So yeah, that's interesting is like most times a lot of people when they get shot is because they instantly put their hand up and then it like basically shoots their hand and they lose yeah. some fingers or hands up and duck the head. Yeah, that, that's just it. And I make the point when it comes to the props that I make, because I hold myself to a very high standard. It's not so much about photorealism. That's more Tyler's thing for me. I'm, uh, I'm not photorealism. I'm, accuracy or artistic accuracy so if something I, in like i always go from like a video game or something and so i'm artistically accurate to that so if I, it looks super cartoony in the anime or the cartoon or whatever then it, i'm gonna go for that and i'm gonna find whatever sometimes i improve sometimes i make it look better where it's like there is no texture to this object they have it's very uh, very low res, and I'll go, okay, well, I'm going to add some texture of, like, what they would probably use in this case to make it look more better. 
yeah, no, anyways, go on. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's more your thing for me because I am paranoid. I, I would argue that I am the most paranoid person at a convention because when I walk into a room, I assess entry exit points first and foremost. I hope I never need to be fully aware of these things, but in the event that something goes on, I need to know what I'm going and doing to go and take care of myself and the people that I'm with. And part of that for me is with my props, whether it's something I'm making for somebody else or something I'm making or something I'm making for me, it's more than just about the look. For me, it's durability. Because quite honestly, if I've got somebody going and staring me down in front, you better believe that that prop is going to be my first line of defense to go and get past that person. Oh, my props are all super durable. Mm-hmm. They have to travel. So that's always a thing I have to worry about. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying you don't go and consider those things, but like yeah. mine, I torture test mine for a couple thousand uh, pounds of resistance on there. Yeah. Like, you know, not on every project, pro- but most of my swords, I'll, yes. I'll wear test. I'll make sure that they can stand up to the wear that I know I'm going to be putting on them. Um, you just anticipate more wear than I do. Um, but then, yeah. like, I don't know, because like my prop bow and arrow for Kate Bishop Hawkeye, um, I know that even the most rudimentary bow is still an active weapon. Um, but because I have done archery and all, all of that, um, so, like, my prop bow and arrow is as safe as I can make it and still have it look like a bow and arrow. Where it's a false, it's a elastic string, so the arms aren't pulling any of the weight. Um, there is no accurate uh, sighting notch, so any arrow is shot sideways. My arrows for that are actually curved, so they're not going to fly straight anyways. Um, most of the arrowheads are blunt, so if they do hit something, they're not going to do damage. If they aren't blunt, then they're extremely fragile and will break on impact. And two, they don't have any knocks, so I can't actually fit them to the string. So, more likely, if I was to accidentally release a str- the string on the arrow, it'll slide off the arrow anyways. And then my third line of defense is, I'm going to knock that arrow backwards. So if it does, for some reason, fly off, the last fletching will hit the um, bow and will knock it off course of what I'm pointing at. Yes, that does mean it might hit someone, but chances are it'll fall a foot from my bow anyways, because of all of the other things I have mentioned about this bow. Huh. I don't know. And I that was... was my paranoid strength of of going to a convention with a bow and arrow. Because, like I said, bow and arrows, because they're most rudimentary props, or they're the most, they're one of the most rudimentary weapons past a sharpened stick <laughs> that it, no, no, slings slings are in between there yeah so i mean they're they're a very rudimentary complex machine in the lever they are machines yes because they yes. they do have a late a lever yeah uh, um Machine in the most rudimentary idea of uh, engineering, right? 
So, so that's why I went through all the lengths of how can I make this as safe as possible. They were a very, uh, they were a weapon for a very long time, which means that it was very hard to improve on them. Mm -hmm. And what improvements have been done? But then I'm reverse engineering that of how can I make this less effective of a weapon? I don't know. I just make the bow. And, and then, I... then like I get to convention, they barely look at it and go, oh yeah, that's fine. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't ex get to explain how I make this safe. But okay. And it just blows my mind because half of the conventions, you know, basically have it stated that they're not allowed anyway. It's like mm -hmm. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. That's or, that's the thing that drives me yeah. nuts. It's it's what do you expect? Volunteers and whatever and you just Yeah. And, and people writing the rules are not as knowledgeable about that specific type. Meanwhile, this weapon would definitely not be allowed at Gemscon because it is made out of wood. Um. <laughs> yeah, they seem to have like a lot of rules because like everything, like what else? Like, are all my props fine? Because all my props are made no. out of plastic now. No, honestly, most of yours well, outside of the guns would not be. Yeah. Why? Why? Hold on one second here. I'm actually going to pull up the exact wordage on here. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go into legality of it, because goddamn, yeah. doesn't everyone like listening to legal jargon? Woo! And then how? And listening to how vague it is, and realizing that it can be interpreted anyways, and then it's up to like the two lawyers to fight it out, and there is never one true answer. Yet people always feel like there is a true until answer until the court says this is the one true answer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no fucking oh god, legal jargon. I had to do we 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 we've had a lot of legal work at at work lately so i've had to deal oh. with a lot of that and it's just like okay i read this thing i interpret it as meaning anything i make right now belongs to you regardless of anything and it's just like well no but that's not what it's meant but like you can yeah. interpret it that Made way at work yeah in time of appointment just yeah in, time of, in term of appointment so that means while i'm employed here anything that you could say belongs to you because it's a creation or invention or whatever. Yeah, but kind of like then stuff you make at home on your own off your on your off time. Someone would argue, well, it's while you were employed here. Yeah, no, that's, it, but that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is like it's because it was a, it was averted like term of employment or employees time and machines or yeah, and it's like okay, well, it's not and it's or it means it could be either or, and yeah. the way you interpret that, you could just say. Which basically just, like, it's legal jargon. It covers all the bases. It makes it as mm -hmm. vague as possible, like you would reading horoscopes. So it can... Yeah. You could argue that it covers everything. But then... Yeah. As long as you can say, well... Well, it, it was really it, meant to be this. Yeah, yeah if, if they make it too vague, then it's just like, well, it doesn't pinpoint anything. This is... I can make it exact to what I want it to be. And then you can fight it that way, so... If if they want to be malicious about it, uh, you pick up the thing, Rob. Do we fill yes, enough time? Yes, I've got I've got it here. Okay. I've got it here. Okay, so what is not allowed? And this is the general form because there actually is an expanded one here. But I feel like this of actually pretty well encompasses this uh, pretty well because at this point it just goes and breaks it down into even more detail on there. Mm -hmm. But uh, what's not allowed, prop wise, uh, airsoft, paintball, or gotcha weapons, which are you know clear imitation weapons that have been done, you know, just to 
click, click, click. The slide goes and moves on there, even if it doesn't go and shoot. Uh, even when they're not functional, uh, blanker gas guns, real ammunition, pyrotechnics, explosives, fireworks, uh, throwing weapons, throwing stars, darts, throwing knives, regardless of material type, consistency, or roleplay type. Uh, let's see here. Cutting and stabbing weapons, whether sharp or dull blades, which I got to be honest, that pretty much sounds like that goes and rules out almost anything that I go and make and probably all of your keyblades as well, Tyler. I don't know, because keyblades are never considered swords. I don't know. I, the, the fact that it has blade in the title, I I know, like, but then that's yeah. like a weird interpretation of like. I, I know, I know. But the, is it a key? Well, it's a key. It's not a blade, it's a key. Big old key. It never actually is intended to be a sword or stabbing thing. It's, you see, I think, I think you see, can get away with that with the Kingdom Key, but I'm not sure with the other ones if you could go and get away with that just because of some of, or some of the sharp accenting that's on them. Oh, um, See, that that's the thing that I'm thinking about right now. Well, that's there. now coming down to uh, if it is ever... because now, now, now you're looking at looking. See, there you go. Great right to the perspective of how it looks. But... Was it ever intended to be a sword or a blade? Well, it, it, but that's the thing is that they don't really care about that side of things. It's yeah. more about well, its potential like to cause a damage. Has a blade. Yeah, is well, a lightsaber on there though? A lightsaber is actually part of the uh, is part of the allowed area because that yeah. goes and falls under the, the LARP exception. weapons category on there. Uh, so they have that in the LARP section, and the other thing that they make the point of, imitation weapons and rods are made of a combination of wood, plastic, and soft material if the amount of wood is not predominant on there. In the breakdown for that, it specifically mentions lightsabers on there, but it does have some restrictions on that in terms of what the blade type needs to be done on there. Mm -hmm. uh, which I gotta be honest, going and reading it, like some of the uh, Ultra Sabers with the aircraft-grade aluminum handles might be at the discretion of the operator that's going and checking over everything. They could potentially even be pulled there because they would go and view that as being something that could create enough force to go and do real harm. Yeah, that's so, what I was saying. The, the, the full combat saber guild sabers, probably not allowed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get the feeling they probably slipped through on there, but I mean, I don't know for sure. Uh, but yeah, then going through here, uh, real swords, ornamental swords, and imitation swords, which, uh, nunchakus, which I believe are actually illegal in Germany anyway. So, yeah. just saying. Uh, arrows of any kind, regardless of material. Mm -hmm. uh, rods or tube made of wood, metal, fiberglass, or hard plastics uh, in predominance of material. And riding crops uh, longer than one meter, hand whips of any kind. Oh, and actually, this has been updated. Sorry, in the last couple Indiana of hours. Jones. Yes, this Sorry. has been updated in the last couple of hours. Uh, Tonto <laughs> knives and ornamental sabers as well have been added to this, which I would. Why they add the specific sabers or not? Somewhat argued sabers are not swords. That's it. I, I guess. Someone argued but, that. But oh my God. Then, then someone said, no, sabers are swords. Get off your... <laughs> it is foreboding. That is all that yes. matters. Sword is foreboding. Yeah. I feel like... If, I, heard, it's if I heard swords, I'm not printing my saber. Um, just saying. Well, I, don't know how, I don't know how you could say a saber isn't a sword. It's a sword. Swords yeah. are all it, swords. It's the overcompanying of it. Someone really. was trying to be, well, you didn't specifically say sabers, so I'm going to bring mine. I... I guess. And that person is stupid. We all agree. 
Yes, yes. And trust me, stupid exists all over the world. I know sometimes it feels like yep. it's just a North America thing. No, no, stupid exists everywhere. I feel like you get away with it. Here would be if, hand, if uh, hand whips are not allowed, are lassos allowed? I'm thinking Wonder that's, Woman cosplays here. That's a good question right there. I, ah, I suspect you could get away with that because... Uh, whip generally will go and have a fastened handle and, and be made of leather. Yeah. So, lasso a will rope be rope being and such. a rope. It's a utility tool. Yeah, and actually, hold on, I which should be used for gardening. Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean, if you brought it a tied noose, you would probably be told no. But <laughs> a rope, yeah. Uh, metal chains, ropes, and cords. Uh, may be worn on costumes, but may not be worn loosely and must be firmly attached to costume. Yeah. So, yes, yes. If, if your lasso is attached and firmly attached, you're fine. If it's just, yeah. Yep. Zip tie that shit, people. Yep. Well, I feel like I get away with my keyblades, because I could just call them keys. I, I don't think you can get away with that. Maybe the kingdom key, because it's completely blunt, but I don't know. All they, my other ones are blunt. I got blunt ones. Uh, My, uh, my uh, uh, winner's proof is blunt. I guess you make a point there. I forgot that you have one of those. Yeah. Um, and it's so like, if we go down the list, my winner's proof is a hundred percent plastic. Wood, right? It's a hundred percent plastic. Oh. Uh, it's all PVC. Uh, Eternal flames, a hundred percent wood. Uh, my kingdom key is like, oh god, the rod is wood, but the rest is plastic. Then you. You might be able to argue that, but you're not going, so... Doesn't but the rest matter. of them, they're all wood. They're all just solid yeah. wood, so... Yeah, yeah the so wood that's, ones that's probably a no. Win. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, no, yeah, my, uh, my winner's proof is, uh, it's all plastic, so I could probably, I could do that one, and it's all blunt. There isn't really sharp edges or anything. What, and it's what'd just... you, okay, Rob, what'd you say about hollow tube? Uh, hold on a second here, I gotta go and pull that up again here. What, what specifically about the hollow tubes? I think they said. Yeah, because yeah, uh, fiberglass, plastic, yeah, yeah. rods and tubes made of wood, metal, uh, fiberglass, and hard plastic uh, in pro her, uh, when prominent. So, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's... Like, because I'm, I'm just thinking of my, my fishing rod for my Magikarp trainer, because it's a piece of PVC pipe, two feet long. Um, I don't think that that would be a problem because I don't believe that they would. Well, this is this might be going and splitting the lines here. So is, I, is I don't PVC want... a hard plastic? I that, guess that's just the... it. I, I would tend to go and say no on that. Just understanding yeah, the material. Kind of is. It is. I... It is. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's not soft rubber. It would hurt if I hit someone with it. Yeah, but I don't know if you could ever go and do anything lethal with that, though. Well, it's only two feet, so I don't know if that's called prominent or not. Yeah, well, and that's well, prominent material is what I was taking that to be, but oh, because yeah. I don't know if they mean it's like because like I think they're talking about like whole rods, like uh, I, the way you and have I suspect a you're fighting. probably and you're probably right on that, Tyler, because what I'm noticing here in the allowed segments is there's a lot of uh, defining of lengths, mm -hmm. and it seems like almost anything under one meter is generally accepted uh, when it comes to most of the categories on there outside of like swords and whatnot. Cause you got no torque behind that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the answer is probably in that case. I would I mean, argue that I could do serious damage with a two-foot-long... No, 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 If I hit someone no. in the temple or the, the throat. You played the fifth. You don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm go, devil's advocate right now. You play dumb. You play, you're devil advocating for yourself because it's your rod. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I think we need to end this now because now we're starting to get into um, questionable territory and with the news well, of... Well, none of us are going to GamesCon. Well, yeah, I know. But I mean, the day that we're recording this, uh, OJ Simpson has been granted parole. It's like... Yeah. Uh, I, was just, I, was just, I was just thinking of a joke right now for just to say that. So yeah. uh, something <laughs> like, the, uh, uh, if the PVCI rod isn't thick, then you must acquit. Um, I'm so sorry. So yeah, I thank you. Thank you for listening to this. It's uh, it's definitely it's definitely a whole new world here in the studio, and we hope you'll join us for the rest of our adventures. And of course, Zio updating every Monday as well. So yeah, take care. Mm-hmm.